YouTube, YouTube. I've seen people complain about YouTube way before the copyright claims. I remember back in like 07, there was a thing in YouTube where if you were a, a creator, right? If you had less subscribers, what you would do is you would blame YouTube. Everyone would do this. It was the whole thing back in the day. They'll blame YouTube and say, oh, YouTube sucks. It's like way before like the whole, when they can pay you shit. And I think the first person that kind of did it was a dude named uh, Chicago or Windy Cindy, I mean, Windy City. And he would talk about how he had to deal with YouTube. They gave him a contract and then he, they didn't pay him or some shit. This is like right when, like, the beginning of people getting paid on YouTube. So, at this point, man, um, people been off of YouTube for a long time, even during that time. Because back then, YouTube wasn't about getting paid. YouTube was just you just making your content. It was just you and your content. No, and it, and it was bad. And even if it was on a... No, potato, computer, potato. It was still content. But now, with advanced technology, you can buy tripods and basically a whole setup on, at Staples. And since they're able to, you can make high quality stuff. It's whatever. But you know, YouTube's copyright is fucked up. When they put a copyright strike on Drum Broker, Keep in mind, Drum Broker is the reason why we know of the Ruckus Collective. It's the reason why we know of the Crate. The reason why we know of these people, these producers. But it's not just YouTube, it's TikTok. How the, f- and Inst- ooh, Instagram is worse. I have, most all my songs were copywritten, every single one of them. How do you expect me to promote my songs on social media when you have copyright strikes? I will sit here, screenshot one of my songs, and then they'll put a copyright strike like that. YouTube has done the same thing. I remember there was a time when SoundCloud did that shit. Now I guess now they let artists do cover songs and rap over instrumentals of other artists. So I guess that's cool. Because at one point, I would get a copyright strike for uploading songs from underground, from a, from beats, because all I had was beats from other artists. I didn't have my own shit. This is back in like 2013. No, 2004. Yeah, like 2014, 13, like mid 2013. So this is way before SoundCloud blew up. And then got all pop, and then you had a bunch of motherfuckers complaining about your mixing quality. Even though when SoundCloud was underground, people were blowing up off of bad mixes. Nowadays, we're more advanced. We're more advanced. We want more. We wanted. We want more other artists now. The, the listener wants more. Even though I've told you in multiple, multiple examples of fans hating overly produced shit. Hell, they hate when pop artists have overly produced songs. Well, shit, that's what pop artists do. 
So anyway, like I say, YouTube's been fucked up. Been fucked up for a very long time. And the copyright claims is getting out of hand, even when it comes down to Splice. Because Splice is supposed to be royalty free, yet people getting copyright claims because motherfuckers will literally, you know, go and put copyrights on shit that's not really theirs. So now every fucking time when anyone uses a sample, they get hit with a copyright claim. Ain't that about a bitch. Same thing with Instagram. Same thing with TikTok. I can't post a single song on that bitch without TikTok telling me you're violating a fucking copyright law. Like, it's too much. Now you can sit there and say, this is what we say, have a, have a website. This is what I'm keep telling you. If you don't have a big fan base that fucking fuck with you, we're going having a website. I'm just saying, that's a whole different fucking realm. Why do you think people go to Tech Nine's website? Because there's a fan base that loves him so much that they'll go. If you're an up and coming artist and you're promoting your music, people see you as a fucking nobody. And we know how people treat rappers on the come up who are nobodies. They'll play the age game. They'll sit there and compare to mainstream rappers. They'll do all of these fucking things to belittle you. They're not going to visit your fucking website with your fucking merch. Period. Only a small group. And guess what? Is that going to fucking be able to feed your family? No. Even paying one of the fucking goddamn video. Being in the industry is hard. Even though with all of this shit at your fingertips. AIs as ghost riders and all this shit. You still ain't going to be able to get that fucking. You're not going to be able to get into the music industry. Period. That's just how the fuck this shit is. Because you got to know someone that knows someone. You got to have a relative in the industry. And oh yeah, he better believe in your fucking music. And if he feels like you are not worthy to be in the industry, then you're not going to be in that fucking industry. What's the point of going mainstream? When underground, all you got to do is just have a distro and that's it. I think, uh, speaking of distro, people complain about, oh, distro kid's not paying me my money. Fuck you, distro kid. You're not paying me my money. Fuck. Why you not paying me my money? Either one or two things are happening. Either A, but even Dash did this shit. You know, I don't know how that shit works. I don't care about the money. I'm just making my fucking music. Now, if TuneCore, now TuneCore shot itself in the fucking foot. When I first start shopping around for for um, places to, to send my music to, DistroKid did the same, had the same fucking thing that CD Baby was doing. CD Baby was like the first, 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 first for today artists put that shit in the fucking store. So I remember it being like when I looked at No Emotions, old, old videos from 2000 and what, 13, it says CD Baby. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Funny how the label I was signed to never noticed of that shit. 
because my label I was signed to was so out of touch of what was going on, they still shopping CDs. Not knowing that CDs going to be obsolete. Only real fans are going to buy your CDs at this point. Like, how out of touch are you to be still shopping CDs? Now, everything always come back in full circle. And people start buying vinyls. You got these kids that collect vinyls. They don't listen to the vinyls. They collect them. So, when I, like I told you in my older podcast, I have kids who collect vinyls, like, who review music. And they collect vinyls like Mad Villainry. And they'll say some shit like, oh, oh, uh, this is my favorite album. And then when you fucking send them some music that was rawly mixed. And oh, yes, yeah, the same motherfucker that was shitting on MF Doom. With the same one shit on Mavlin we said, Mavlin was a mid-album. Y'all overhyped that album. Come on, bruh. The, the, beats were, uh, the beats were repetitive in us. There was no catchy hooks. You know how, oh, you know they show they fucking goddamn uh, age makes that shit like, no catchy hooks. No, no mid of, no, no, no 808 drums. And, and, and the dude sounds half asleep half the time. I need to put up that fucking tone um, podcast up too. But basically what I'm saying in that tone podcast is like this. It's like, even when I rap in my normal tone, like when I'm saying, my name is Mike and I murder this shit. These motherfuckers will sit there and think, my name is Mike and I murder this shit. Or my name is Mike and I murder this shit. But they'll still sit there and say, my name is Mike and I murder this shit. Like I've never once hopped on the beat and said, yo, my name is Mike and I spit like this. It's mostly, my name is Mike and I spit like this. But y'all will still put me in that category of my name is Mike and I spit like this they're retarded they want you to fucking literally just go my name is Mike and I spit like this niggas talk shit you know y'all I cannot miss and here's the kicker I used to rap like that back in 2018 and 2020 and it's called that shit corny now it is what it is go on my fucking podcast let it all on the track where I explain to you why that shit don't work for everybody but back to what I'm saying. Um, <coughs> you have people. Well, back to YouTube. 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 YouTube is and not just YouTube. It's TikTok, and it's uh, Instagrams like YouTube used to be a time where you can promote as artists you can promote your music hell soldier boy was the pioneer of that and everyone else was just dissing soldier boy so that was the same era of of soldier boy blowing up on soundcloud and the era of clout chasers because when soldier boy blew up every rapper was either dissing soldier boy or doing you'll crank that spider man you'll crank that iron man you'll crank that incredible hawk every single song was like that back in the days that's how old i am all right and then during that time eminem was fucking retired and guess what happened what you guess what you seen before you start seeing rappers rapping really 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 fast like rap god eminem you see motherfuckers saying oh new eminem dissing soldier boy and you either see a corny ass white rapper dissing soldier boy 
or a corny ass white rapper trying to rap like motherfucking um Eminem. I can say that because even white rappers hate corny, know that they're corny and know that they're with rapping and know that there's corny white rappers. I'm not saying this. Go on any fucking goddamn YouTube channel. There's always a white person digging and ripping apart corny white rappers. White rappers, like white rap fans, don't even like corny white rappers. Just saying. So anyway, you know, you go on there, you're seeing people like House Bratz, who has the balls to come out with the greatest hits, and then put up a song where he, um, where he like, where he puts up, makes up a story about how he dissed Eminem and called him out, called his mom out of bingo hall in Canada, like make that make sense. Why in the hell with with Eminem's mom go to Canada to play bingo? From what I fucking know, Eminem's mom lives in Detroit. She lives in Michigan. So there is no bingo halls in Michigan. So she has to go to Canada. And what is the fucking off chance of this kid finding Debbie Matters at a bingo hall in Canada and steal his phone, his mama's phone. And I don't, and I'm no, I don't know if he notices that a lot of these artists, when they blow up, they change their number a lot. And sometimes people have two different phones. But again, this for me up a fucking narrative. And I, here's the funny thing that pissed me off about it. I remember people on YouTube used to diss this kid for being so corny. Now, that's corny. You know it's corny when you make up a whole fucking narrative of you taking a fucking uh, rapper's phone. Like, Cal Spratz was the definition of corny. It's definitely the corny to even put that song out. Like, let's be real. You want to talk about, he was the first Eminem stand. Okay? This fool made songs. Every time Eminem made an album, he made something about. Like, if Eminem talked about recovery, I'm going through a recovery. Eminem was talking about relapse, I'm coming through a relapse. You know what I'm saying? Like every song, like there was a time when his girlfriend put him on the blast on YouTube because he was trying to pretty much mimic Eminem's whole life. This is way before like rap got Eminem. This fool's whole, he even said in a song, you think that you want to make me out to be Marshall Matters and you can matters. No, you want your life to be like that. So he like that. We need to fucking talk about that motherfucker. Like, this be a YouTube video historian talking about that motherfucker. In Nasty, a dude that tried to rap like Eminem to a point where he tried to, where he did Soldier Boy on a song called Enough. And he made another song called Die Already. Then he tries to make up a, a, a narrative like, oh, in Soldier Boy, you dissed me in a song. I'm going to diss you back. Yeah, these niggas were real corny back then. We'll talk about YouTube rappers dissing rappers. They didn't start off with rice gum. Go back in time. There were niggas that were doing, there were people that were doing that shit for years before the rice gum. Just like the YouTube cipher. Let's not erase the history of how that shit started, which people are doing like as if that didn't happen. OG YouTubers know. I was on YouTube since 2007, two years since it was around. So I've no, I've seen the changes. Y'all don't know that. Y'all don't know nothing about that. But back to what I'm talking about with YouTube. Because at the time, YouTube was about just putting your music out there for promotion. You didn't worry about no copyrights unless you were taking some some video or you were taking some fucking like some like content of a, of a TV show. 
It's funny how these copyright laws don't don't take down people that literally upload whole episodes of fucking cartoons and shows. But you a copyright drum broker? You a copyright drum broker? You wouldn't take down racist shit. You wouldn't take down hood fights at, at like when remember when World Star was new. When that's that, I guess that's when people were. That's when that whole bullshit started, where people just pick out their phones and start recording you for no reason. Yeah, World Star era. Now, now remember people like the now the person. Here's the funny part: people, the person who made World Star, right? He passed away, and after when he died, everyone was aiming at him. You're the one that made these people fight for your entertainment. You're the one. You're the one that that made these people that put up that that brung pain and not noticing that motherfuckers just it's not world star fault. There's other fucking like video compilations back then. I used to watch them fucking things heavy. I'm not gonna lie. That were not world star. That posted up videos of people fighting. So it wasn't just world star. It was just dumbasses taking videos of people fighting and upload them on YouTube. It wasn't just World Star because they must have a lot of fucking money to do that. The last time I ever heard World Star, World Star was way back in 2018. That's the last time I fucking heard that term. You don't hear nobody say World Star no more. Unless you want to be nostalgic. But again, those videos never got copywritten. There's lots of things that should be copywritten on YouTube. Fake doctors coming up with fake I with fake solutions. And to the point where people are scared to go to a real doctor, they go up on YouTube. And Donald State got himself. Doctor, knowing that person don't got their charts. Giving out wrong information fake comments talking about how oh i've been through this but whatever well like i said it's just stupid the only thing that they did right and i agree i don't care if people disagree or not this is my little hot take they took off that goddamn dislike button i'm gonna tell you why i didn't like that dislike button because there were some fucking there were some things that didn't need to have a dislike like there's some but this is the thing the dislike button thing was an off and on thing. Like, someone did some racist video. That would get like a shitload of, of dislikes. What they should do is go back to their fuck. I don't mean to be one of those, go back to the old you person, but just take it back to the fucking star rating. That's how old I am. I remember when the star rating was a thing. Excuse me. Like, I remember when the star rating was a thing. Newground still got their star rating. No. Where's your star rating at? Go back to that. So then we don't, so it can be, just go back to that. Go back to the classic, classic, you know, if you want to play that game, just go back to the old YouTube. But see, YouTube has gotten so big now where they got YouTube Con, YouTube Music, YouTube TV. To the point where now it's not about the creators, it's about the money. Hence the fucking copyrights. You see what I'm saying? Those things didn't happen until YouTube partnered up with Google, which I hate because I there's times where I miss my old, 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 old YouTube channel, and I be missing that shit. And I be wanting to fucking like go back to it. Now since I got partnered with YouTube, it kind of makes you, I mean with Google, it makes you make a Google account. 
which is stupid. Back in the days, all you had to do was make a YouTube account, not a Google account. Yeah, those days were fucking more simple. just saying (laughs) like it was stupid it was stupid simple nowadays it's all about the money it's all about money getting YouTube plaques all of this shit, you know. Even look at look at a uh, look at um at Instagram. Those blue checks don't mean shit no more, because now people can actually buy them. You see what I'm saying? People can actually buy those blue checks now. Those blue checks don't mean shit. They don't mean a fucking thing now. They don't mean a fucking thing. And it's like, it used to mean something. Now it's like, whatever. It don't mean nothing now. Fuck that blue check. If I can buy something. It's like it's like when you buy numbers and buy bots. And fans are so smart nowadays. Yeah, y'all be buying bots. Y'all buy bots. Y'all buy fake streams. Y'all buy fake, fake numbers. So why do y'all care about numbers so much? Why do you go and look up an artist and be like, his numbers are low, your numbers are low. You're not a real artist because you're not at 1,000K. You ain't 45K. No, and goddamn well, the only way I can get that much unless you were signed to a fucking major. And even fucking major labels use fake bots. The difference is because they're so big, you wouldn't even fucking tell because half of those millions of fans are actually real fucking listeners. So you wouldn't even, so it's blended. So you wouldn't even know. But some motherfuckers, it's so obvious because shit ain't matching. Shit, y'all come, y'all make fun of rappers using fake streams and fake bots. Yet you motherfuckers sit there and make fun of rappers that ain't, that's underground with fake numbers. So numbers do matter to you. So much so that motherfuckers get desperate and say, damn, I'm going to show you, I'm going to fake my numbers. Because guess what? I remember when people was making videos about that. Some dude literally, some fan that come and literally said, I would listen, I would rather listen to an artist that got um, 35K or then over like 45 because it makes him seem legit. Even though it doesn't make you seem legit because, it's, because it makes you seem fucking fake because there's no way in hell you got that many fucking goddamn followers like that for real. You got to put in a lot of fucking groundwork to get that much. And you got to have label push. And then you gotta look at it like this shit too. There's a time beforehand you can fucking fake your fake your subscribers on on YouTube and fake your and fake subscribers and fake views. And this is before it was you know people used to sneakily do this shit. You know why? For online presence, and for social proof. Because if your social proof shows that you ain't got that much followers or that much this, you're not going, you're, it's not going, you're not doing your job. You know, we can't take you seriously. How can we take you seriously? Fake your fucking goddamn SoundClouds. Fake your fucking streams. Even though if you fake your streams, you're going to lose your shit. But do it sneakily. Even though the algorithm is so smart, it can it can see that through that shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just it's just a bunch of bullshit to me. It is. And you gotta we gotta just call it how we gotta got call it how you gotta call it. But because it's all it's like a popularity contest. You see how these fools be talking? Like when I hear these fools talk online, it's like hearing a whole bunch of fucking high school kids. The the so-called cool kids who think that they're cool, but then make fun of you because you're not cool. That's what I'm seeing right now. Look at TikTok. Continue to grow on TikTok. Like right now, I'm gonna try to give me some AirPods. I keep saying I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna order some on eBay. You no, know, on Amazon. I'm going to give you some AirPods. I'm going to try to do some more fucking challenges. But then again, what's the point of me doing that when TikTok is going to be banned? So then by the time I grow my fucking fan base on TikTok, TikTok will be gone. So what's be the point? Like TikTok is toxic as fuck. Because once you become big enough on that bitch, you're going to get hater comments. Trust me. You're going to get a bunch of motherfuckers talking about how you're trash. It is only, only on fucking um, TikTok you get that. Until it's like, it's just dumb to me. Don't be, look what they did to Homegirl 7. Now, they, now she's not the talking point, but people on TikTok love to fucking point like a random ass motherfucking uh, TikToker and make them like hater up the, and hate them for like a cool month. And then to make that be like the topic, which is stupid.